As you'll see on the screen, uh, we are in ordinary season. And our temptation is to always think that that means uh, there is nothing uh, extraordinary about this season. Uh, in the liturgical cycle or in the church year, the ordinary season is that season that is in between. Uh, let me turn this mic off right here. It is in between the, um, the larger seasons, Christmas and Easter. And uh, it is that time that really focuses in on transformation and walking with Christ. Uh, and we have a long stretch of it in the summer. Uh, really, from now, now that we have had Pentecost Sunday, all the way until Advent. And that's a long ways away, isn't it? It's hard to even begin to think about Advent. So during this time, especially in the summer, we have opportunities to focus on our spiritual growth, to deepen our understanding of what it means to walk with the risen Christ, and to maybe, since it is summer, to have a little rest, to take some time, maybe a spiritual vacation of some sort where we can get alone with God each day, where we can spend time in prayer or listening or singing or just looking at nature and taking all of the wonder of God into our lives. And if ever there was a time that we needed it, it really is now, isn't it? As we finish up a pandemic, and I guess uh, with our rates in Caddo Parish, not even 30% of us have been vaccinated in this parish. Isn't that sad? Uh, and our state is barely over 30%. So we got to do a better job. I know probably all of you, if not most of you, have been vaccinated already. But for our parish, that is not the case. So we, we are thinking, well, this pandemic uh, could continue on for a while. Uh, and so we realize that there are challenges and rigors that we're dealing with. I learned a new term this past week, and it is an acronym, uh, VUCA, V-U-C-A. And this was, uh, I think, an Army acronym. You know, they always have a bunch of acronyms. But the Harvard uh, Business Review uh, mentioned it and said that the V stands for volatility. Have you felt any volatility in your life recently? Uh, the U stands for uncertainty. Well, certainly we have uncertainty, don't we? We have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day. So we have a lot of uncertainty with our schools and with our jobs, with the stock market or with our next paycheck or whatever it is. We have a lot of uncertainty. And then C stands for complexity. There is a lot of complexity to things in our lives these days. And then A is ambiguity. And we don't like ambiguity. Well, the Harvard Business Review says that VUCA is really a catch-all phrase for, hey, it's crazy out there. Wouldn't you agree? It is indeed crazy out there. And so we need renewal in our lives to be able to navigate through the crazy. And you might have a lot of crazy in your life right now, this morning. We, when we walked in here this morning, we realized there's a lot of crazy going on with the, uh, the waters were gushing in here like waterfalls uh, with that last rain because of the, uh, the gutter situation and, and just things that get out of order. And it makes us long 
to have something strong and secure in our lives. How do we get there? How do we get to that point in our lives where we can depend and, and fully know that God is in our lives and that we can experience the renewal that we need in our lives? Well, I want to focus in on one of our scriptures today that really emphasizes this, and that is in the Second Corinthians passage. And so if you closed your Bible, or if you don't even have a Bible this morning, there are some or should be some on the pew rack in front of you. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. And it speaks to us about renew. In fact, the word renew is there. And it, it reminds us that it is time to renew our spiritual lives, our physical lives, every bit of us in the presence of God. And this text really gives us several things to look at when it comes to renewal. And first of all, our need for renewal. Paul used the word renew here, or transform, or change, or refresh. This time as we get into the hot months of summer, we think a lot about refreshment, don't we? We need refreshment. Uh, whether it's a cool glass of water or sweet tea or whatever it is, we need that refreshment in our, in our lives, in our bodies. And Paul says, uh, he mentions renew here because he talks about their outer nature. And he says that your outer nature is in need of help. Our outer natures, our bodies are decaying. If you look earlier in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 7, he says, we have this treasure. And by the way, he's emphasizing the resurrection. He says, we have this treasure in clay jars so that it be made, be made clear that his extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. Have you ever thought of yourselves as a clay jar? Look at somebody around you this morning and say, you are a clay jar. Go ahead. I know we're spread out. You may have to shout it to a friend or neighbor there. But we are we're like clay jars and we are in need of help. And so he writes to them saying, even though your outer nature is cracking, even though your body is decaying, even though you're facing struggles and challenges and persecution, you need renewal and you can have renewal. And certainly they understood this. The church at Corinth knew full well of the decay and the problems and the deterioration of their lives, their outward lives, but also how it was affecting them spiritually. When people are coming after you and persecuting you for following Jesus, you know that you need power outside of yourself. And so Paul wants them to understand the need that they have. Well, I was thinking about things in our lives uh, that need renewal. And the first thing I thought about was driver's license or your ID. If your driver's license expires, you're going to have some trouble. You may be able to get away with it for a little while. Right? You might be able to not have to show your license when you cash a check or uh, when you're signing up for something. But eventually, especially if a, a police person uh, stops you, you're going to have to have a valid driver's license. Because if you don't have one or if your picture ID is not current, if they look at that and they can't recognize you and say, when, when did you have this picture taken? This isn't you. 
And granted, most of our pictures really don't look like us anyway. But your identity is going to be in question. They will question your identity. You have to have proof of who you are. And so you have to renew your ID. I think the same thing is true for us in our spiritual lives. That we need renewal, don't we? That sometimes we get expired. We get out of date. We get out of sorts. We get out of who we really are. And there are things that we do that lead us to that point. But there are also circumstances that come into our lives inevitably that get us out of alignment with who we really are or who God has really made us to be. And so we need to get renewal. We need to renew who we are. And this is true in all parts of our lives. It is certainly true spiritually. Sometimes we feel that way, don't we? Maybe you're feeling that way this morning. You need some spiritual renewal. Maybe walking into the church building helps. Maybe hearing a beautiful hymn or song, or as Kyle mentioned, the first song that we did really resonated with him. And a particular focus that that song represented for him. And that is true for all of us. When we hear Scripture or songs or prayers, they take us back to where we need to be spiritually. But we need that in our lives. But also physical renewal. How many of you need some physical renewal? Yeah, we all do. Uh, and not only does the, the pandemic... Uh, hang on, I'm getting a spam call. Y'all get these spam calls? Should I answer it? No, I'm not, it's a 1-800 number. Who knows? Um, don't they know we're in church? I guess they, they don't care. Yeah. But we need physical renewal because of, of the stress. Let me just say, your body is in some form of PTSD right now because of a year of pandemic, more than a year of pandemic. It affects you physically. You might have gained some weight or you might have lost some weight you needed to, to keep. Or maybe uh, COVID or something else has developed in your life as a result of the physical toll that it has taken. And psychiatrists say that we're going to experience this COVID long after we've all been vaccinated because of the way it affects us physically. But also that leads into emotional renewal. We need to be renewed emotionally. Just as the, that toll has been taken on your physical body, anything that has a toll on your physical body has a toll on your mental health. And we all need help mentally, don't we? If you say that you don't, then you're really uh, just painting a big target on yourself. You're making yourself even more vulnerable. For us to say, yeah, this, you know, I've really gone through some depression or I've got a lot of anxiety right now in my life and I can't necessarily always explain why I do, but I know that I have it. I don't know what it's like to navigate going back to work or going back into the classroom or getting around people. Maybe you had some anxiety coming here today because you haven't been around a whole lot of people lately. And if that's true, you're okay. You're normal. But it tells us we need to get some renewal. We need help. Our clay jars are cracking in a lot of different ways. And so that leads us to second, a second thing that we find out about renewal here in this text. 
And that is, we have a source of renewal. Paul tells them about the power of Jesus' resurrection. He says, just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with Scripture, uh, we also believe and so we speak because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus. Paul says, we know it. We know about the power of the resurrection. The church at Corinth had surely experienced the power and reality of Jesus' resurrection. He says, don't forget it. Don't forget what your source for renewal is. And earlier, as I mentioned, he says, you know, we, we, uh, the power belongs to God, not to us. You don't have the power to renew yourself. That is something God does in your life. And we need God's help in our lives. And so Paul writes to them about that. That is their basis, their source of renewal. There's a lot being um, written and reported about electric cars these days. Maybe you have one or maybe you've seen them around town. Uh, but the hope is that more cars will become electric in the next decade. That if we're going to renew our earth or if we're going to survive on this planet, we're going to have to do something better than combustible engines. We're going to have to have um, electric cars to cut down on emissions and all the problems that, um, that come from our cars these days. And so part of that is, you know, people are a little hesitant, first of all, because of the price right now, they're still pretty expensive. But also, where are you going to charge up your car? If you're going to go on a trip, uh, most of these cars can only carry you two or three hundred miles without running out of battery. And so there are charging stations that are all over the United States. Uh, and you can go to these different places, but uh, people will say there's not enough of them. If we're all going to be driving these, we're going to have to have more charging stations. And so they're, they are working on getting more and more places where you can charge your car so that when you get to the 200 or 250 mile mark, you know where you can pull over and recharge. I think about that in terms of our spiritual lives because we all need a place to renew ourselves, don't we? We need a source to be able to recharge our lives, our physical lives, our spiritual lives, our emotional lives. And, and what Paul is saying here is that that power is out there. In fact, God has made it so available that you can go to so many places all around you, wherever you are in a given day, and tap into the source, the source of Jesus, the source of his resurrection, and get that into your life. To tap into it, no matter what's going on in your life or where you are, or what you've done, you can just tap right into it and get renewed and get refreshed. That is the source that God has given to us. And he says, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also. So we can look at our outer lives. We can look at our, jake, our, our clay jars and just kind of laugh at that a little bit, can't we? And say, yeah, I know that I'm falling apart, but I know what will hold me together. I know what is going to give me real life. And that is the resurrection of Jesus. And that is indispensable for our renewal. 
But that leads us to a third thing that Paul mentions here, and that is our way of renewal. So not only do we have a need for renewal, and not only do we have a source for renewal, but we have a way to actually do that. Paul wanted them to know about this way of renewal. He says, even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. I'm so glad he doesn't say once in a lifetime or maybe on some day when you get lucky. He says day by day. Let's say that out loud. Day by day. I can be renewed day by day. That, that transforming power can be mine day after day. And so Paul wants them to understand that. It is something that they get to participate in. That they're not passively transformed, but as they delve into the words of Jesus, as they, as they contribute to their community of faith, as they uh, do the things that God has called them to do, then they will be able to experience this daily renewal. And that is something that we need. There's been some news about Michelangelo's statues I had to be careful about which ones I put up here. <laughs> I had to do some cropping and editing because whoever took all these images, especially of the one of David, uh, they really got some close-ups and I didn't feel comfortable putting those on here for you. There is no fig leaf. But one of the things that uh, has happened recently with his statues is that they've gotten a lot of grime and dirt on them. Uh, just over time, uh, they've collected the dust and with people coming in and looking at them and the doors being opened and the atmosphere and all that, over time they get dirty, just like you get dirty if you don't take a shower every once in a while. And so one of the things that uh, they have discovered they could do is to put bacteria onto these statues, basically bugs. They put bugs on the statues because the bugs eat up the grime and the dirt on the statues. And it does not affect the statues, the marble. It doesn't affect it at all other than it cleans it off. And you can see there in some of the pictures, the before and after. This transformation that takes place. The beauty that is restored. Well, isn't that a lot like what Paul is saying here? That we have a way of renewal that God dispenses something to help clean us up, to help give us renewal in our spiritual lives, especially the sin and the dirt that accumulates in our lives. Not one of us in this room is perfect. We all sin. We all go away from the perfect plan that God has for our lives. But God brings us back if we allow it. God forgives us of our sins. God helps us get back onto the right path. God renews us. And this isn't, again, just something spiritually. It's something that affects us physically and emotionally. God does all of that for us through Jesus Christ. And so we need to do our part. We need to develop our inner nature, don't we? How's it going in your inner nature? What's it look like? What kind of things are going on there? We have so many ways to develop our inner nature, whether it's through Scripture or prayer. 
uh, or service, doing things for other people. There's so many ways that we can, uh, we can do that and allow this work of renewal in our lives on a daily basis. I hope that you are doing some of those things. There's a great quote on the front of the bulletin by Thomas Merton uh, about Scripture and what it does and how the skies change when he reads Scriptures. Now he sees things so differently. And the same thing is true for us. There are so many ways that we can renew uh, our lives and allow God to renew our lives. Uh, Theologian Jürgen Moltmann said that a change in external circumstances without inner renewal is a materialist illusion, as though we are only a product of so- social circumstance and nothing else. In other words, we're just fooling ourselves if we think that we can change on the outside and affect what's on the inside. It works the other way around. We need to renew what is within so that we can change what is without. Inner renewal is what we need the most. And we need to do the work of renewal in our lives and to let it go to work on us. Well, our time of communion in just a moment is a great way to begin that work as we start a brand new week. That we could let this time as we take bread and cup to be a point. A point where we say we are going to have some renewal this week to allow God to go to work in our lives.